Hey everyone, this is not Ali, since I am technically not allowed to be on this episode, but you are listening to We Have The Facts, and this episode of We Have The Facts is brought to you by Audible. Audible's a great way to get your audiobooks in, to listen on the road, they also have some pretty cool podcasts and a lot of exclusive content. If you guys are interested in Audible, you guys can go to wehavethefacts.podbean.com, click on our Audible banner and get two free audiobooks and a 30-day free trial today. You can cancel anytime. There's no fee if you only stay the 30 days, and you can even do it if you've done it before. Once again, that's wehavethefacts.podbean.com. Click on the Audible banner, or you can go to our Twitter or Instagram, at thefactspod. Hit on the link there. That will take you to Amazon, redirect you to Audible. And it's a great way to support the show. It's a great way to listen to audiobooks that you love. And it really helps out the show. And we would really appreciate that. Uh, We being... Justin and Ali, not me, who is not Ali, since I am not allowed to be on this episode. This episode is not uh, our traditional feed. It is not the national. Uh, it is a side thing that you guys might have guessed from the title of the episode uh, is an Ariana Grande episode. So uh, we hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, we will be back next week with the Virginia EP after that High Violet. So there's a lot of cool, exciting stuff to come. Keep listening to the show and enjoy. Again, this is not Ali. Okay, bye. Thought I'd end up with Sean, but it wasn't a match. Wrote some songs about Ricky, now I listen and laugh, even almost got married. Hello and welcome to a very special bonus episode of We Have the Facts, Ariana Grande edition. I'm George Andrews, and as always is your regular host, Justin Tachi. Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, this week, we are going to do a little bit of a uh, curveball and record a episode of me and George talking about our obsession over the new album, Thank You, Next, by Ariana Grande. And I'm so, so very excited to be here and so incredibly honored that I'm able to officially co-host for the very first time. Yeah, this is the first episode without Ali on it. I know. It's, like, absolutely insane. Well, I guess technically there are episodes without Ali, like, interviews. Yeah, but he does the intro at least. That's, yeah, that's that's true. But, you know, we're breaking new ground here. This is, like, totally, you know, virgin territory for both of us. So bear with us. I, mean, I think we're going to have a lot of fun. You mean for you, I, I do a podcast weekly. <laughs> Yeah, but you don't do a podcast with me weekly. Oh, that's fair. Yes, yes, yes. This but, is a yeah. This is a new experience. I just, I just meant I just meant podcast. Um, but anyway, yeah. I mean, obviously not a national album, but uh, I will say yes. Does it sound like coming out of left field? Talk, you know, we normally talk about a very cool, trendy indie band, and now we're going to talk about a band that a twelve-year-old girl also, or an artist that a twelve-year-old girl likes. But here's the deal: the new Ariana Grande album. It is fucking fantastic. It is objectively one of the best pop R&B records, I think, in the last few years. And certainly, you know, you know, no shade past Ariana, but like this album blows your last couple like out of the water. It shows growth. It shows maturity. To be fair, we did. Th- we did very much enjoy. Oh, we Sweetener. love Sweetener. But, but moment, we did not know oh, that Thank You Next was going to come and oh, blow no. that out of the water. Oh, no. But we are so pleasantly surprised. 
Yeah, so um, for this episode, because uh, I will let George uh, announce his frustration about the fact that we are not going to have songs on this one playing. Yeah, you guys. So, you know, we spoke with our people. And, of course, by that we mean R. Ali. And, unfortunately, this episode we aren't able to have the tracks accompanying, you know, our descriptions and opinions um, I just wanted to spell any of the rumors, you know, right here, right now. Ariana did not request that we not play the album yet. However, while I was trying to pressure Ali into doing it in post-production for us, you know, he did bring that up and also brought up how lazy he wanted to be with this episode. Yeah, he was very lazy. He's also... Uh... Um, very busy right now with school. Um, to his is, credit, yeah, to his t- credit. He is, he is finishing up a lot of stuff, so that's why me and George are kind of taking over this week. Also, we are pre-recording this because George is going to be visiting Ali in Baltimore. So, George, from the future, how do you feel about hanging out with Ali in Baltimore? You know what? <laughs> um, future me thinks that it was a fantastic time, great experience, <laughs> great to reconnect with Ali and, yeah, you but, know, but it's just you everyone's and me. favorite podcast dog, Homer. That's fair. But it's just you and me, future George. How did you actually feel about it? I mean, like, <sighs> Ali's so gross. We know this. We love him, but, like, disgusting. Um, you know... Really, I just go for Homer. That is fair. Homer Homer is the best. Um, rumor is they might be moving back to Boston and uh, we'll actually be able to record in the same room. Um, and we'll have to, you know, take out our other roommate's uh, room, Yuzo, and uh, make it our podcast studio again. So exciting. Um, also, little, little uh, tidbit, little hot goss from future me. Future me back from... <laughs> Baltimore here. Um, hang on, hang on, you guys, because there may be um, a little special extra bonus Ali and George episode coming. Oh, what is that? You're just oh, gonna have just gonna to th- wait and oh, find out. Oh. Well, with that, why don't we uh, why don't we uh, not tease the people anymore and jump into thank you next? So the record kind of just dropped. It was not a. I don't think it was, it was very much. It wasn't a surprise. It wasn't like a Beyonce. Like, no, it was not a Beyonce a sight unseen yeah. because she did. She did release two or maybe even three singles before. Well, thank you. Next was thank was you. Next came out months was, before. Yeah, the came out in November, and then she dropped Imagine. I want to say in December. Oh, really? I didn't know. Yeah, Imagine no. Imagine out. Imagine was released as very much like a quiet single. Okay, well, it makes sense. Imagine it's not came a very, out pretty, it's not yeah, a very, pretty quietly. Yeah. Um, and then I want to say that Seven Rings came out a couple days before the album dropped. Well, yeah, Seven Rings came out, but then I think, did, was there another single? Oh. I don't think so, because I think, I think, um, you know, Boyfriend. No, you're, you're correct. You're yeah. correct. It, no, it, it Boyfriend was, came was, out after the album yeah. dropped. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's Seven Rings, Thank You, well, I'm sorry. Thank you Next. I call it Boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> I'm making it homonormative. Yeah. It's Break Up With Your Girlfriend. That's, this is fair. <laughs> um. All right. Well, let's dive into the first track. As usual, there would normally be a song playing here, but... uh, But because somebody didn't want to take the time to put it in, you're just going to have to listen to us talk about it. That's fair. So the first track on the record is Imagine. So, George, album opens up. Imagine hits your ears. Album opens up. How do you feel about it? So I think it's... So at at first, I didn't know how to feel about this track. It's not, you know, it's by far not my favorite on the album, 
but it's also not a bad track. And especially if you're listening to this album, you know, cover to cover, first to last, straight through, I think it's a really good warm up. I think it gets you ready for what this album is bringing to the table. I think it really kicks off the emotional journey, the overall emotional journey that we're going on, right? So, you know, as you go through, I think the listeners will definitely, you know, agree that, you know, track by track, Ariana is processing her emotions. She's had like a very tumultuous, you know, last six months. 2018. Yeah, her 2018 was rough by anyone's measure. Absolutely. And you can see through this album, through the writing and recording of this album, she was able to process all of those emotions. You know, as time goes on, she gets stronger. She feels more independent. She feels more able, you know, to tackle some of, you know, the issues that she's been presented with. But in the beginning, you know, we all go through those stages of grief. And imagine, you know, it's got a great R&B feel, but she's really struggling with, you know, with that denial stage. Well, I think also at the same time, you have this song with a very subdued beat. It's mainly carried by the power of her voice. Very dreamlike, um, I feel. Yeah, and uh, I will say that it does have a nice triumphant ending at the end of it. But um, but for most of the track, it's literally the, her voice carrying out the, carrying oh, no, the whole carries song. carries the entire thing. Song. And, and I think that's great as a warm-up. It really gets you ready. It really, you know, it showcases her vocal range. It showcases her, the strength of her vocal. And she's really just, she's frustrated. She's yearning the, for a part, perfect picture, yeah. uh, per, picture-perfect partner. Yeah, she's frustrated. I can't say that. <laughs> yeah, she's frustrated with her past relationships. You know, she's just saying like, oh, you know, why can't you be like what I imagine, you know, life to be in my head like it could be so easy like why can't you just order me thai food and you know we can bang all night long that is fair and we'll wake up the next day and and really just really just i mean who doesn't like some tom yum soup yeah you know after after a little tom you know um all right and then we lead into the next track needy um we kind of are entering a like the sad point blankets over ourselves point of the record mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, where we send snapchats to like 15 different people but make it look personal because we just want someone to respond yeah no i mean i think this i think this song is almost uh i'd equate it to like a demi Moore from uh uh phoebe bridgers Kind of just like, I'm looking out there for somebody. I'm willing to talk to anybody. Yeah, I'm reaching out and like no one is reaching back. And I just need, I just need that human connection. It's got a very like sensual, like lights off R&B feel, which I love. I love that transition from Imagine, which is sort of more dreamlike, more light into this, you know, much more sensuous feel. But I will say that I do appreciate that she sees the fault in herself. It's not like I oh poor me. She also realizes Oh no, she's I'm, I'm yeah. needy. She's I, yeah, I, she's I, processing. I, she's uh, self aware. She's reached so she's past denial. Now she's in self awareness. Yeah, no, I mean Right. I can be I, needy, too hard to please me. Like she she gets what's going on, but that doesn't change the way she feels. Yeah, and I think through these two tracks we have started with a nice subdued note. We are building up and then we I think hit our first quote unquote banger. See I mm, 
I don't or quite think, agree. Or would you I consider love, Bloodline the, I, the banger? So I would consider... So NASA, I think... Are we moving on into NASA Yes, we're going already? to NASA. Wow, so quick. I'm trying to roll in. Us. I rolled oh, in. Look at that segue. I, t- I, I rocketed it in. <laughs> so NASA, NASA is definitely... It's the first fun, upbeat track... You know, I really That's the only reason it. I mean, I guess banger-wise, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily, I wouldn't say the it's best It's not song, a dance track, but it is like a more up-tempo. Yeah, we're walking. All we're right, moving. yeah. No, like, we're no longer in bed. We're no longer eating that Ben and Jerry's. Like, you know, this is Ariana Grande saying, like, listen, part of me being needy, part of me needing something is needing time to myself. No, dis- I think this track basically spells out distance makes the heart grow fonder Give me some fucking me time. Yeah, give me some fucking space. And like, I think that I can't this deal with your song bullshit. is very much God as a Woman Part Two. I would agree with that. I would hundred percent agree with that. I think this is God as a Woman. For those of you who don't know, God as a Woman is a track that is on the Sweetener album. Um, I would say probably the second biggest single. Yeah, record, I'd right? say yeah, second yeah. second biggest. I mean, obviously, it's second next to best. Tears, tears. Yeah, left cr- to no, no tears, tears left, left to cry, cry is which you know, is by is the way, standout. Woo. Yeah, no. Shut yo. If No Tears Left to Cry was on this record, I think that this would be my record of the decade. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. This, this, this like yeah. 100%. But we, can't, we can't have too many good things. But no, like, let's talk about NASA. Okay. So NASA, upbeat, fun, and she's just The hook on this. Yeah. The oh, hook. the hook is amazing. I love, I love the play between, like, outer space and just shooting off into the atmosphere. Oh, yeah. It's so, it's, like, so fun and melodic. And, you know, there's a clear message. Like, hey, man, like, I don't need those damn texts. Like, I don't need you to come over. I'm not going over yours. Like, I'm going out by myself tonight. But guess what? We'll fuck tomorrow. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, this is, she is sending a clear message, and I'm here for it. All right. Then, her grandmother starts talking for some reason. Which, and you're just, you're just, like, going, like, What's going on, right? So it totally the mood shifts. So, so now we're track four. Track her, four. Her grandmother starts talking in the intro, and Bloodline comes through. That beat hits you, and it hits you so hard. The impact. And I hope as you're listening to this podcast, please pause here because we can't pull it up on your Spotify, pull it up on your iTunes if you're somebody who buys <laughs> digital <laughs> albums, you know, your Amazon Prime, I don't care. Get out your CD. Are you old school like that? Did you pre-order the vinyl? Are you still Well, you're not going to get it for 12 weeks because I pre-ordered the vinyl and it's Oh, uh, where's my vinyl? <laughs> <laughs> Ariana, we love you. Please send us a vinyl. Anyway, pretty please. Um, but this I mean, th- I would say this is the undoubtedly first banger of the record oh 100 percent. it is big it is bold ariana is processing and guess what she's ready to fuck but i'm she all is, i need yeah that's what I, i'm all she's I need. ready to fuck but she ain't fucking for love oh no this is fuck fest 2k19 <laughs> oh boom for ariana grande <laughs> on bloodline you know I want all of you, but I don't want you in my bloodline. Oh, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Mm, yeah, no. No, no. Um, this Absolutely. song and I raises love, the bar. It the horns the on so this track. Far. Very yes. simple orchestration. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they re- mm-hmm. really... It's a sort of like theme. a pop, yeah. reggae, R&B sort no, of crossover. But would you agree it. with me, George, that every track on this on this album is 
coming from a place of the the beats are not that complicated. No, yeah, it's very. I don't want to call it bare plays, bones, but, but it's back, it's back to, to basics. Yeah, okay. no, and and it's I very think, back to basics, and, and I think no it, fucking features. Mm-hmm. No, sweetener it's was ruined by the. Features. It is like so. It is so back to basics, and that is, I think, what I love the most about it. No, this. I mean, uh, just going back into general of the record, just like it, uh, sweetener for me. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do like the song "Blazed" with um, Pharrell. Yeah, on, no, because that's just a very classic Pharrell track. If he wasn't there, you'd be like, "Why am I listening to Pharrell right now?" But yeah. he's not here. Like, yeah, what exactly. happened? But like, but like, it did Nicki Minaj features garbage. It's just I don't understand a lot of yeah. Those features. Sometimes these albums they can get a little bit muddled, you know, with the features, with the guest production. But I think what she did here. This you know, is me. With this album. This is where I'm at. This is me. This is she had, um, you know, her very frequent collaborator, her executive producer, um, Tommy Brown, mm-hmm. aka TB Hits. Mm. He does great production, very, you know, proficient at the very back to basics, R and B, pop, you know, bare bones hits. Yeah, no, I mean, it, like it, they don't call him TB Hits for nothing. No, and 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 Bloodline is definitely a hundred percent. That is a Very, product. That, of that. Is, that is a product of that. Um, but then we uh, we we kind of come. At, we're we're not in banger mode anymore. We no, go, because we go. after again, we're moving. We're moving through the stages of grief, right? Yeah, we're moving no. through the now stages of grief. Uh, we're a little, a little. We we banged. We banged. We don't love you, but now we got to put on this fake smile. Yeah, and now we got to go out, and you know we're not feeling so great about ourselves. We're moving into fake smile. This is this is what happens. Like you go out on a Friday, you hook up, then you wake up on Saturday, feel like ass, and then realize that you've like pre-booked yourself. Yeah, and you got to go to a party, or you got to go see, or you got to see a bunch of people who like you don't really like, but you promised one person that you'd go with them. Yeah, you get dragged. Yeah, you just feel so obligated, and that's what this song is about. Right, so I thought to me, I thought this sounded very, the, you know, the, the Mary Friesen intro to this. I, the very mm-hmm. much like the intros that she's gotten. Oh tracks. no, yeah, the, these the, tracks. The, the, um, the way that they're going into these tracks has been fire all the way. I thought it was very similar to like a Rihanna track. Yeah, no, very similar to that. Um, but I really like the playback to like old R and B, um, real roots from like the forties. And that's where that mm-hmm. beginning comes from. And I was after, very after impressed. laughter comes cheers. Mm-hmm. So I was very impressed with that she raps on this track too. This I, is the I, I, I think like, this is the first time that we hear Ariana Grande rap. This is at the least in this album. Yeah, this is the Renaissance woman. The Renaissance woman. Absolutely. Right now. Yeah, this is the new era. Forget about the Renaissance man. We're done with that. This is the Renaissance woman's era, and Ariana Grande is here to be a trailblazer. Um, so we're, we're faking our smile. We're not sure what's going on, but then we're like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do this. Shit. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's make a bad decision. Let's, let's have, have a bad, bad idea. idea. Mm-hmm. Wow. These transitions are awfully bad and awfully great. Off the hook bad. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but but if somebody was here to put in a little, uh, track interlude, maybe we wouldn't need to be doing this. Um, I would go ahead and say this is the second banger on the album. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I like the, the, the guitar delay. Fake Smile is great. Fake Smile is like a great, like, transition. You're right. You have like a big punch from Bloodline and then this is just a huge left hook. Bam. 
Yeah, no. bad idea. I think bad idea comes in. It comes in slow. It comes in mm-hmm. with those that little chord progression with that guitar delay, and then boom, that hook comes and hits you. Um, I think this is a very uh, perfect pop track for me personally, and I have told you this in the past. Um, I love this song. This is probably one of my favorite songs on the album. But I don't like at the end where she goes for the nasal note and she does it repeatedly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I that, feel like that, that is does a move that she makes take sometimes. Away, and um, I it doesn't it doesn't subtract from the track for me that much because I do love this song, but it is there and it is a little bit of a complaint for me. There's not many complaints on this record. But that is one of them. That's 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 fair. I really loved the track. Um, you know, I think it deals, you know, it's themes. It deals a lot with like, you know, her struggling, you know, with her with her rebounds, and she knows that every time that she does it, you know, it's not the right choice. But sometimes you just need, you know, sometimes you just need to. Sometimes you need to make make a bad decision. Sometimes you need to give into a bad idea and throw yourself into something just to distract yourself from the pain. And that's, I think, what she's struggling with here. No, I agree with you on that one. Um, Yeah, I mean, the outro drunken haze, I feel like, adds to that feeling. Because we've made the bad idea, and now we're like, what? Yeah, like, what Um, the hell is going on? And then we kind of go, I would say the next track is more of an interlude. It is. So it is, makeup it, is very much an interlude. It is a vocal interlude. Yes, it's very and much a vocal she interlude. she fucking, I'll say it. Kills spits, it. Spits fire. Kills it. Spits oh, fire. yeah. Absolutely kills it. Um, Again, this, like, so funnily enough, you know, as I was listening to it over and over, I was like, you know what? This one sort of sounds a little, little like Rihanna, too. And then she makes the shout out to Fenty Beauty. And I'm like, there you go, girl. Like, you knew exactly what you were doing. You wanted us to get that Rihanna vibe there. Yeah, no, 100%. And I'm super into it. Um, yeah, uh, wonder how much the... I assume they're friends. It's not like she needs cash anyway, so... No, I don't think this is product... Pla- I don't think this is like a paid product placement. I think this is just like a friendly shout-out. Shout it's a friendly shout out, and I think it's like an allusion to you know the Rihanna esque you know style that this track and even you know Fake Smile gave. Yeah. Um, then we go into the heartbreaking Ghostin. Absolutely heartbreaking. I'm glad that you put it that way. Um, a lot of Mac Miller homage. Yeah, a lot of people. You know, there's been a lot of talk about the Mac Miller references. Although, to be honest, I also got a couple of Pete Davidson vibes from this. Oh, yeah, no. I think it can definitely, it's applicable for both, but definitely I want to agree with the consensus that it is mainly, you know, a Mac Miller tribute. Which, by the way, for most of you, I mean, I would assume most people know. I assume that all of you, 2018, he passed away from a drug overdose, which is very sad, but, um... Uh, yeah, no, and uh, Ariana Grande did date um, Mac Miller. For, um, I think about two years. Yeah, it was no, a they, they take, yeah, they dated for a long time. But, yeah, and uh, this sort of you know goes through you know her struggle with his passing and just processing all of those. Well, emotions. I also feel like she says even in the in the song though how how guilty she feels for being selfish in in in. in I think because a lot of it, I think, is like I'm dating Pete and you had to watch this through the lens of your of your like self. 
Mm-hmm. And, and like I think how that's, much that's very relatable because I think a lot of us, you know, anybody who's really lost someone, you know, close to them, I think has had that moment where, you know, you're going through all of this despair and tragedy and loss and, you know, all of these, you know, complex emotions. And then you hit a point where you feel selfish for focusing on how you feel. Yeah, I know. And I think that that's where she is. And then that uh, kind of leads into where she's in her head. Or on in my head. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So this this is an interesting track. So there's another intro from another Ariana Grande insider on this track. And I'm just trying to refresh myself. Well, I will let you look that up. I'm going to speak about this track. Um, My least favorite track on the album. Wow. It is a uh, not a bad song. I don't think any song on this record is a bad song by any means. But... If I had to, if one song got a skip rating for me, this would be the one on the record. Interesting. I don't think that the lyrics are really hold up the track at all. I think that it's kind of re- too repetitive for me. And I don't think that, uh, especially coming off of Ghost in it, I don't think it really gives you, um, you know, that, that real, uh, that real feel. You know, I do have to agree with you partially there that I don't think... It's not to say that most. Seven Rings is the most poetic thing ever, but it's no, an no, interesting no, no. song. But it, then, no, that's more of a fun song, and we'll get there. We'll yeah, but yeah, get no, no, there. no, and I'm not but trying no, to yeah, skip just ahead, to talk but... about in my head. I think it's interesting because it's sort of you know the second of two tracks that have you know an intro from someone else in Ariana Grande's life. You know, this is sort of how we're getting like a little sneak peek into like who she you know sees as significant in her life. The first you know for Bloodline coming from her grandmother. A little snippet from her. And then this one, uh, I can't find his name. And hopefully, you know, one of you out there is super into Ariana Grande and can let us know through email or social media what his name is. But it's just one of her best friends um, who ended up becoming her tour manager for one of her European tours at okay. one point. But they're super close. And I mean, I think that this is like genuinely like a phone conversation that they recorded or at least recreated. Yeah, that's probably probably the case. You know, and then so this this song, you know, following up on Ghostin is this one's really more about Pete Davidson. Although, again, you can draw parallels to Mac Miller, too. Well, I feel like those both of those relationships kind of of, they sort of overlap. And I think they were very similar. They were two very similar guys. You know, guys who struggled a lot with, you know, their own mental Mental health issues, substance use, you know, things like that. You know, a little bit, you know, guys who were thrust into the spotlight at quite young ages Mm -hmm. and didn't know how to handle it. Exactly. So I think they have a lot of overlap in that way. Yeah. So, like we were alluding to before, like I was alluding to before, I mean, I not... And when I say this is my least favorite track, it is still a very good song. Yeah. To be be number 12 on an album full of absolute gems is not a bad place to be. It's not a bad place to be. But then we cut into Seven Rings. Which, which, holy shit. That's just a fun song. That is a fun record. And and, and when I say repetitive before or whatever, but I feel like this song is, is kind of... This was um, meant to be. This yeah. gets a pass. This yeah. is yeah. this is not this, you know, you see a departure from, you know, the tough, you know, emotional trauma from, you know, the processing 
from you know the loss and the love this song is about celebrating success it's about celebrating with your friends and the last song if i that they recorded right so yeah, yeah so yeah. i believe this is the last song that they wrote and recorded this song was very spontaneous um, and it has a little bit of a story behind it. So one, uh, Ariana and one of the songwriters who I think wrote or at least contributed to, a, I think at least like half of the songs on the record, you know, had just wrapped up some recording. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as a thank you, you know, Ariana took her with her to the mall. They went shopping and ended up at Tiffany's. And, you know, they ended up getting, you know, showered with, you know, with champagne and doted on in the store. And, you know, one thing leads to another and they walk out, you know, with bags full of diamond rings with at least one for each of the songwriters and major contributors on the record. Hence, seven rings. Well, and then uh, one thing I will say about this track that I think is interesting is that... You had a song on Sweetener that I, I forget the name of the track, but it's the one that's like, I'm so successful. You know that song? Or do you no, skip? I don't yeah. remember that one. Okay, well, that one, and I thought that that was very annoying in that look at me, look at what I fucking am. Right, but, but I, I feel like Seven one, Rings. This one's more about sharing it, but success. It's subdued. Yeah, and I like this that. This one's about I sharing like success. Because I always hate just look at me. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, no, I know. This one I think is. is Look at me and look at how I treat those around me. Yeah, which is a way better sentiment than mm-hmm. fuck you, um, the fucking best. So. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it was written under different circumstances. Like the, you know, the songwriter that I was talking about who unfortunately, you know, her name escapes me at, at the moment, but like urged her in the, you know, in the car on the way home, like, oh my God, like, you know, this was so much fun. Like I had so much, such a great time working for you. Like, Thank you know, thank you so much for all your generosity and we had such a great time shopping. Girl, you know, like we we have to write a song about this. This has to go in the album. You know, like what a what a fun story. Mm-hmm. And that's literally if you listen to this song, like this, you know, you can hear the entire story of how they wrapped that record and how they wrote this song in the song itself. And I think that that's just so fun. Yeah, no, I think that that's a really cool in-depth look into this into the into yeah the and you know they ended up making process. like quite a fun video with it along with it too so check that out on youtube um then we go into i mean the song the i mean the iconic title track the number uh, one the title track i mean Thank the video is iconic already the meme that came out of this song is just amazing. I don't know if any of you are in college or university or whatever you're in in your country right now. If you were around this fall, you bet your sweet ass that your school's meme page was full of one brought me love, one taught me patience, and one taught me pain memes. Just like over and over and over again, and they are all fire. And I'll be real. I think it's pretty bold and uh, for her to just kind of uh, list out the X's. And like by name, yeah. I mean, just let it. I mean, let it all out there. You know, not air her dirty laundry, but you know, just you know, sort of. I think this track was a really great way, you know, to symbolize letting go, like to be thankful, to you know, recognize all of the lessons that she's learned from you know from each person, and just to say you know thank you, but like we got to move on. Yeah, no, we got to create a separation. Like I wouldn't be here without you all. But, like, you know, we're all moving on to bigger and better things. Yeah, no, I, I think this track, yeah, it's very much just 
moving on. We're going. And then I feel like we almost get to a place where we moved on a little too much in, in song 12. Well, not, here's the thing. Not that not the, the song <laughs> is bad, because I think it's the perfect end to this record. I think but so. But I just mean thematically. Because I think it's it a little. Creates, uh, you, you pushed, yeah, 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 pushed on a little yeah, yeah. too I mean, much. you know. Which, by the way, it's break up with your girlfriend. I'm bored. But you know what? I'm proud of her because if you look back, if we think back, if you rewind to where we started talking about this record, she has come a long way emotionally. Like this album, I think, with the exception of Seven Rings, tells an emotional story. Yeah, but you don't need to be breaking up people the fuck and then be like, eh, I'm okay. But I think that's how that you find out that you are okay. No, I agree with that. I mean, I guess... It, I mean, this I, is I like... Guess it's, 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 no, it's being raw. It's selfishness. It's a raw emotional journey. It's, it's raw selfishness at its core. But to be fair, we all have to do it. Yeah. Human um, beings, we are not naturally, you know, kind, sensing, you know, no. beings. We have to teach ourselves to be that way. And I'm just going to be real. Sexy, powerful song. I mean, like... Absolutely. Just like... You know, and again, the video on this is fire. But it's good to hear like an not just an entitled man being like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna fuck whatever." Like, no, she's like, "No, I'm gonna fuck it, and I'm gonna move on." Fuck it. Yeah, no, she is a powerful woman. She is showing us, you know, her independence, her power, her newfound confidence after a you know a long period of uncertainty, right, and growth and rebuilding. And this is Ariana ready to take on the world again. And I'm excited to go on that journey with her. No, I agree with you. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't think of a better song to close. I don't think that this, the track listing, I think the track listing is perfect the way it is. I don't think it needed to be adjusted in any single way. Um, George, as we normally do in these episodes, we go top tracks, least favorite tracks. What is your top track and least favorite track on the record? I mean, I think I'm going to have to go top track, Bloodline. Okay. Fair, 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 fair. I think it, like, you know, I think it'd be a little cliche to say thank you next. I mean, that's fair. It's, it's, it's okay. like uh, it, like uh, our guests in the past being like, I will follow you into the dark as a uh, wow. plan. Wow. 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 Yeah. yeah, yeah interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Um, for those of you shit. who don't know... Uh, I Will Follow You Into the Dark is probably, like, my favorite Death Cab song ever. It's the song that got me into Death Cab. That is fair. You did. And uh, uh, Justin's did... taking an unfair dig here. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. It's, it's you know. Wow. Yeah. But anyway, no. So, Top Track, definitely Bloodline. It really, like, anytime it comes on, it just, like, it gets me going. It gets me ready. It gets me, you know, in a more positive mood. And, like, who doesn't want to be a strong, confident person you know ready to fucking move on yeah right? no i mean that's that's what we all uh i think i think least I, favorite track is probably imagine not that i think oof, it's a bad oof, track oof. but i sort of you know i can't get on board with you know with the denialism I, that is fair um i disagree with you completely but um <laughs> i'm gonna go with favorite song on the record uh it is very hard um, 
But if I had to do one, because you actually were very brave and just did one, you didn't go, you didn't give me any of that wishy washy too. No, bullshit. I'm not doing that yeah. wishy washy shit. No, yeah, no, 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 no. Because you know I'm, I'm laying it down. I'm laying it down. Okay, well, because well, because this whole album is my favorite. So goddamn it, I have to pick a single track. Yeah, no, that is fair. Um, you know what? Fuck it. I will go break up with your girlfriend. I'm bored. Favorite track. Bold statement. Uh, wow. Uh, Mr. Went Too Far. Uh, Interesting. And uh, no, I don't I don't disagree with the sentiment. I understand the sentiment. But we go from thank you next where we're like, we're like, you know what? Healthy next. Now we're it's an unhealthy next. Which That's there's fair. nothing there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, you know. You're hurting some people possibly in the process. I mean, we all eat kale for lunch and then have a chocolate bar right after. I mean, I don't think it's any surprise based on what I said before, but I would say In My Head is my least favorite track on the record. That's um, fair enough. I, I think, I think it's. I think it is... Um, I don't think it adds anything new or inventive to this album that any of the other songs do. That's, that's, base, that's my basis for that song that's, being my least yeah, favorite. That's fair. But I think, you know, as a whole, I think we both have to agree that this is, you know, definitely our favorite record of 2019 so far. Uh, um, you know that this is going to be like catnip to me just from the, you know, Better Oblivion Community Center. So Phoebe Bridgers. So far. Phoebe Bridgers. I mean, no, but that's my favorite record. That already came out. I mean, it's, it's like catnip. It's. Phoebe Bridgers and Connor Oberst, two of my favorite people. All One right, of which well, had my fine. favorite record from 2017. Fine. Agree to disagree. So. Agree to disagree. No, I think we can this is my on, this is my second favorite record. Is I think this that. might stay in our top ten. No, hundred percent. Top five. I'm call, I'm calling it. This will be my second favorite record of the year. Wow. I will. Call I will. It early. I will call it early. And I think that um, what's it called. Uh, uh, better, better community center. Uh, better Oblivion community center will be my top favorite record for the year. But wow, and I can pretty much already. Die. I think already. I'm pretty much fucking. You're already right locked on in. A, You're locked yeah, in. I can get wow. that tattooed on the skin, baby. Wow. Um. So I can't be as. Uh, <laughs> oh, I can't be as short right now. It's my number one. Do I think it's gonna drop below top five? Absolutely not. But let's see what 2019 has to offer. Maybe Ariana's going to give us a new album in three months. We don't know. She's crazy like that these days. And we love it. That is fair. Um, is there any nonsense that you have to share with us? Uh, well, I mean, I was just going to talk about music that we were listening to, um, things we want to plug and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, George, what are you watching? What are you listening to? What are you doing? So I was hoping that you were going to go first, but I mean, okay, let's just I, go, talk about, I can go first. I mean, let's, but no, let's just talk about yesterday. Well, today I was just watching the new season of Chef's Table out on Netflix. And you know, I love me some chef porn. Well, that is true. You do I love, love me some chef porn and Chef's Table delivers on all levels. But then last night you and I were watching a new show that you seemed super into. Uh, I mean, I did watch all of Umbrella Academy in one night. I did probably start watching it at uh, 4 o'clock, or not 4 o'clock, around 5 o'clock, and I probably finished at 3.30 in the morning. Oh, man. So there's that. Um, things I'm listening to, uh, weirdly enough, I've been revisiting the album Brothers Blood by Kevin Devine. 
Um, I also have been listening to the new Swerve Driver record, which I prefer which I assume is going to be on my top 10. Um, the album is called Future Ruins. It is a beautiful shoegaze record from a very, I wouldn't say underrated because they are one of the top, but I would say that they're underrated in their class of uh, shoegaze bands. Uh, the new single from Fury, Angels Over Berlin, Over Berlin, is also a very good track. I'm excited for the record. Um, and as always, the best to do the goddamn motherfucking thing. Bad Religion comes through with a new track, new record coming out in May uh, May 3rd. They're a band that I always think has the pulse on the political climate and is able to put it for me into words and into song. Also, uh, I mean, a lot of songs I've been listening to lately, apparently. Um, the new Morrissey cover album with, uh, he just put out a single for... Uh, the Roy Orbison song, It's Over, and it's fantastic. And Billy Joe Armstrong from Ooh. Green Day is going to be on the record. Nice. So it's all covers. Um, he does Bob Dylan song. He does a bunch of other just songs. I am very excited, and I really hope he tours and actually does the tour. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, he just announced his first uh, Canadian, Canadian tour. tour in 20 years. Yes, but he's not going to do those dates. Absolutely that's what he not. Because uh, that's... Just too cool. <laughs> Classic Morrissey. Absolutely not. Um, as far as music, I've actually um been recently revisiting, you know, some old favorites um from like actually high school, early college. So I've been revisiting some Chromeo, some of their newer stuff, um, standout tracks being Must Have Been and Wait and Don't Sleep. Um, they also have a really amazing remix of you know one of our favorite tracks Greenlight by Lord mm. they've got a great dance We did remix. just do our uh, our uh, Portland our trip. little Portland trip recently yes which uh that is that 2 years ago Greenlight came out and that was our song of the trip Yeah that was the song of the trip that's how we started off the drive up to up to Maine and it was amazing other than Chromeo I've been listening you know to some Matt and Kim um actually you know what I've revisited you know, from not that long ago that of you know I'm getting more into is that um, that collab track between the Front Bottoms and Manchester Orchestra that they did for their co-tour, Allentown. Yes, yes, yes. I've gotten, I've oddly gotten, I didn't so much like it at first, but it's been growing up. Yeah, no, it's, a, it's, a, it's so. a slow burn. It's yeah, it's, it's slow a burn. slow little like sleepy. Yeah, like I'm the Prince of Allentown. Well, I mean, that's a very much an, is, a Manchester yeah. song. Yeah, with, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got with to, yeah, with just a little tinge of front bottoms yeah. in there. But I've been all about that recently. Um, anything that you or I would like to plug. I mean, that was that was the plugs. Well, I mean, do you want to plug? I mean, George's blog is at uh, rerunning. Uh, you, you. Oh, I'm so glad it. that you mentioned that, Justin. <laughs> um, the blog is back up and running. Very exciting. We've got a lot of new and fun recipes coming out. You can check those out at syrianamericankitchen.blogspot.com. That's syrianamericankitchen.blogspot.com. If you're not much of a cook and you just want to look at pictures of delicious food, you can check out my Instagram. I'm at NotSpanishJorge. That's at NotSpanishJorge. It's three words written Which, as one. By the way, why did you come up? How did, the, how did that come God around? only knows. Okay. It was a... Is it like the AIM screen name? It was like a fever dream-fueled decision at 4 a.m. freshman year. That's fair. Yeah, at BU. I don't know why, don't know how, but it happened, and I've stuck with it. 
Um, so that's at Not Spanish Horror. Hey, you can see all my food pics and, you know, any travel pics. We've got some travel coming up. I'm going to be posting some pics of me and Ali in Baltimore. Um, there are some pics well, up of Portland. Well, future George has already done yeah. That, so yeah. <laughs> but by the time you guys hear this, I'll have already posted some pics. Um, yeah. Uh, for me, as always, uh, I will plug the podcast that we're currently talking on. Uh, please reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram at, at the facts pod. Um, also, please give us uh, shoot us an email if you have any questions, any hate mail. We'd love to hear the hate. Um, and uh, at we have the facts pod at gmail.com. Um, also, please subscribe to the show. Um, really can't tell you how much that helps the show out. Also, please leave a review. Even if you hate us, just tell us how much you hate us. We love it. Um, also, uh, please, if you can, um, which I don't see why you wouldn't, please, uh, I'll just do it again. Uh, subscribe to Audible with our code because there's no reason not to get two free, uh, uh, audiobooks. Yeah, two free I'm audiobooks. actually really mad that I can't do it because I'm already an Audible member. Thanks, Amazon family of companies. Yeah, um, but it really helps out the show really uh keeps the lights on here and uh yeah i mean because this is a diy endeavor we would love some support we so. appreciate all of your support please like subscribe leave a review share with your friends even if they don't like the national you know we do fun things like this where we do special one-off bonus episodes you know hopefully there'll be more of those coming soon we do review episodes of different things we do countdowns we do interviews so much good content and it's all there for you yeah that's true um and all we ask is that you put it in your ears what song would you like to end with from the record i'll leave i'll leave that to you Ooh, from this it's record Ooh. um i think let's let's give them something fun let's leave them with nasa all right you heard the man, uh, NASA. We're going to leave you with NASA by Ariana Grande from the album. Thank you, next. Listen to the record. It's so fucking good. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye. Just one small step for woman, one giant leap for womankind. <laughs> I'd rather be alone tonight. You could say I love you through the phone tonight. Really don't want to be in your arms tonight. I just use my covers to stay warm tonight. Think I'm better off here all alone tonight. You know, checking on when I get home tonight. Just making sure I'm good on my own tonight. Even though there isn't nothing wrong tonight. Yeah, I'm just saying, baby, I can really miss you if I'm with you. When I miss you, it'll change the way I kiss you Baby, you know time apart is beneficial It's like I'm the universe and you'll be N-A-S-A Get up,